Why is it that there are individuals who seem to lead a charmed life when it comes to their career? Yes, they do put in the work, they are dedicated and driven, but there is this additional X factor that seems to propel them forward, powering their career to greater heights. I believe that X factor is emotional intelligence. Hi, my name is Mucha Mlingo. I am an emotional intelligence coach. Welcome to the EQ at Work podcast, a platform where I will share how you can leverage emotional intelligence to power up your career. If you haven't already done so, check out our free EQ at Work cheat sheet with five practical and actionable emotional intelligence tips that will put you in the driving seat of your career. Visit www dot bit dot ly forward slash eq for work eq at work podcast with muchamlingo episode number 10 the power of no they say life begins at 40 from my experience having turned 40 a few years ago the reason that there is this perception of life beginning at 40 is because 40 is when you become comfortable in your own skin, comfortable enough to say no and live life on your own terms rather than the expectations of others or society. No, it's a small word that packs quite a lot of power. And it's not a word that has come so easily for me in the past. When we moved to Kenya in 2008, I was a stay-at-home mom, and as my circle of friends grew and I became more involved in programs at church, it was all too easy to say yes, to join a friend on a small trip to the mall, to chair a subcommittee at church, and to provide support for an upcoming event. And all the yeses somehow validated my need to please and feel needed. Remember, We are all wired in a certain way as a result of a combination of things, upbringing, socialization, life experiences, just to name a few. And that wiring creates default pathways and patterns that may not always serve us well. For many individuals, one of those patterns is an unconscious need to please that comes and causes you to always say yes. And I was one of those. And so my yeses grew. Even when I started working, I still said yes at home, at work, with clients, and at church. And my to-do list mushroomed. According to research, most people are wired to say yes. At work, we want to please our bosses, make nice with our colleagues, and somehow saying no feels confrontational. So we just say yes. But this is often at the expense of our effectiveness and productivity. We agree to many requests, not because we want to do them, but because our emotions somehow influence us to do so. I learned to say no when I realized that my yeses were starting to impact my ability to deliver on what I had signed up for. I found myself overwhelmed by my to-do list frustrated by the endless obligations, even though I was the one who said yes in the first place. The impact of always saying yes 
leads to increased and often unmanageable workloads that result in long hours and unnecessary work pressure. It also results in inefficiency. There's less of you to go around. In my journey of self-discovery, I realized that every time I said yes to something, I was saying no to something else, something else that may actually be more aligned with my ultimate purpose. And so I learned to utilize three steps to help me manage myself better and manage this need that I have to please. Tip number one, I jealously guard my boundaries. Time is invaluable, irreplaceable, and unstoppable. I only have 1,440 minutes each and every day. I try really hard to be intentional about how I use my time, setting boundaries and challenging myself to ensure that my daily choices are aligned to my overall purpose. It may seem counterintuitive, but the boundaries that you set really do help you to be more effective and productive. Saying no to that longer lunch, to that social media ping, to the colleague whose request is urgent, but actually not important, is key to maintaining boundaries. And your colleagues, they will actually respect you when those boundaries are clear. Setting clear boundaries, setting clear boundaries that are aligned with your ultimate purpose will help you to say no to all the distractions and anything that isn't leading you towards your goals. Tip number two, I use the phrase I don't rather than I can't. I read an interesting Forbes article that explored the difference between I can't and I don't. In four studies in 2012, Vanessa M. Patrick from the University of Houston and Henrik Hagvet from Boston College examined the difference between framing a refusal with the words I don't versus I can't. Using I don't instead of I can't when telling someone no freed participants from demands. I can't connotes a feebleness and uncertainty, like your explanation is on shaky ground. I don't implies a conviction. You've set boundaries for yourself and you honor them. It exudes stability. The I don't strategy increases participants' feelings of autonomy, control, and self-awareness, and it resulted in positive behavioral change. I don't feels like a choice, whereas I can't doesn't. Thoughts are powerful, so thinking I can't undermines your sense of power, whereas I don't is empowering. It may seem like semantics, but in the inspired words of the wisest man who ever lived, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Don't and can't may seem somewhat interchangeable, but they are very different psychologically. And this small difference can have a powerful impact on your thoughts and feelings and ultimately on your behavior. I have learned that when I use I can't, I feel a little guiltier. And when I use I don't, I've made a choice. That choice is aligned with my boundaries. And that's something that makes me feel good.
Tip number three, I give a different yes. When saying no is really tough, I look for an alternative yes. I look for an alternative way to show support in some other way that doesn't require me to actually take on substantially more work. Can I refer my colleague to an alternative resource? Can I share my insights in an email rather than getting roped into attending a meeting that I know will not be a good use of my time? Can I defer a conversation or email for later? If you really must say yes, maintain the spirit of the affirmation, but on your own terms. The pause that helps us to be more emotionally intelligent is not only applicable when helping to respond rather than react to external stimuli, I have found that it also helps to make the decision on how to handle external pressure. Pause. Do I really need to say yes? Trying to be helpful to everyone on everything will put you in a position of failure. Emotional intelligence will help you to take a different approach from understanding your drivers of behavior to choosing an alternative path. Emotional intelligence is being more aware, more intentional, and more purposeful. Emotional intelligence is a game changer that will fuel your success at work. In order to support your EQ journey, don't forget to download the free EQ at Work cheat sheet with five practical and actionable emotional intelligence tips that will put you in the driving seat of your career. Visit www.bit.ly forward slash EQ for work. You have been listening to the EQ at Work podcast with me, Mucha Mulingo. Tune in every Monday as I share EQ tips and insights that will help you to power up your career with emotional intelligence, the soft skill that drives professional success. This podcast is for professionals who are keen to leverage the learnable skill of emotional intelligence to increase impact and effectiveness and to build and strengthen professional relationships to maximize influence at work.